0: Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, From yeah. the
1: Anajar and
2: Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. What's crazy about the last couple of months here in South Florida, you had FAU in the Final Four, Miami in the Final Four, the Heat beat the Bucs, best team in the regular season in the NBA, in
0: five. Mm-hmm.
2: And then the Panthers taking down the greatest team in the history of the NHL, the Bruins, last night, overtime in seven. Of of all of those crazy things that have happened, the the team that is least shocking, just based on how they treated the whole year, metrics, it's FAU. I mean, Florida Atlantic went into the NCAA tournament with 30 wins. Yeah. And it's definitely true from an odds perspective. The lowest of them all. Right. Like The Heat went in after one of the most miserable regular seasons by Heat standards that I can ever remember, and then they've just turned into last year's Heat. The Panthers were a President's Trophy winner last year and barely made the postseason, made it the second to last game of the season, got themselves in, Uh, and then beat the greatest team in the history of the sport. Over an 82-game sample size. Uh, Miami, they did not win the ACC regular season championship, did not win the ACC tournament. And so they get into the Final Four, not overly surprising. They had a good year, but FAU. FAU of all of all those teams, all of the wildness of South Florida sports, that's the one that makes the most sense that they achieved what they achieved based on their entire Body of work. That's wild. That is absolutely insane. Um, let me tell you about the body of work of Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Goldhabersinus.com. He was in last week. It was great to chat with him. He says hello, by the way, Theo. Oh, yeah, my guy. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, based out of Boynton, Beach, he is the ENT extraordinaire. Ear pain? He's got you. Nasal issues? He's got you. Throat troubles? He's got you. Snoring concerns? And let's be honest, the snoring not only affects you and could be detrimental to your health, you need sleep. You're not getting deep sleep if you're snoring all the time. It's also bad for those family members who are subjected to it as well. Dr. Neil Goldhaber has solutions. GoldhaberSinus.com. GoldhaberSinus.com. Go in, get your consultation. And especially if you're a sports fan, that man's going to give you an impromptu sports show. Sports talk show. He does it all. One of the most singularly talented human beings I've ever been around. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, Goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. That's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Get your consultation. Don't live in pain. ENT, based out of Boyd been doing it for decades. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, Goldhabersinus.com. You know what it's come to? And I'm seeing Theo on, on social media, Jimmy Butler, who is extremely active on Instagram. Mm. Uh, there is a photo of him just standing there standing there today he's talking with his boys he's hanging out in a darkly lit room and you can see he's got a sleeve on his on his right leg that covers his right ankle as well and so now heat fans going full speculation my god how's his ankle how's his ankle will he play game 2 what does this mean like we've gotten to that point right yeah. now with with Jimmy and that that rolled ankle i feel and i felt like this yesterday when it happened I feel positive about it. I'm not immediately in the camp of, oh, you should just sit him regardless. He'll have a week off before game three because if there's anything I know about Jimmy Butler, that's not an option for him if he feels like he can even go out there 70% tomorrow in game two.
1: Yeah, and the, and the good thing is, I mean, I don't want it. Like we saw this with Randall. Randall was playing on somewhat of a, a, a hobbled ankle. ankle, and then he ends up hurting it. Now he, that's why he was out Game One of this series. So you don't ever want to re-injure things. Jimmy Butler is the wrong side of thirty, but I just feel like a guy like Jimmy Butler, like I, I would trust him to go out there eighty mm-hmm. percent, still deliver.
2: I feel like he. I, I, th- we saw Jimmy Butler after Game Three of the Bucks series walk off the floor, unable to walk straight. Walking like he was straddling a horse with a whole ass ice pillow on his butt.
0: Yeah.
2: And, and then he came back and he dropped fifty six points. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like I, I don't I don't think that Jimmy is in a position where he's going to think that, hey, I should sit game two.
0: Yeah, I I loved, and I think Jimmy was sending the fans a message by staying in the game yesterday. Like I he, thought it was stupid.
2: I, he, I think he made it a point. Like that's kind but of. Jimmy's I think that it home. also helped them win that game as comfortably sure. as they did because the Knicks had Worst. to think about him. They had to account for him. No,
1: they. So, so. I well, didn't right. have so, to but What they did. This is what I'll say. It was. It was smart. It was okay. I see what Eric Sposter was doing because he was monitoring it and he was trying to see how the Knicks would play it. I think was,
2: it was more Jimmy than Spo. I do. He, I he agree.
1: Spo already. He said it after the game. He, Jimmy wasn't coming out the game. Right. But if they started attacking Jimmy or putting him into actions, then you would have had to pull Jimmy out of the game. But for some reason, the Knicks didn't because they were that scared of Jimmy Butler that on offense, they respected him. They still face-guarded him on offense when he didn't have the ball. And on defense, they didn't attack him. And we're talking about a guy that literally just limped to the line to shoot his free throws. He obviously couldn't move well. The, I don't know if Tom Thibodeau was doing that because he gets love for Jimmy still or if the Knicks just weren't doing what he wanted them to do. But how do you not attack a guy
0: who's hobbled as hell? And on the topic of culture, I, I do think it's quite ironic, right? You have Jimmy's ankle and Julius Randall's ankle. Who's his worst? Don't know. But you can still trust that Jimmy's going to get in the game. And what? Julius says, not. it's another thing to laugh at."
2: Wasn't it kind of awkward
1: how they kept panning to to Julius, Julius Randall? Randall with
2: that ridiculous hat on, yeah. and he's just sort of side-eyeing everybody? But the funniest like... part,
1: they they were doing it right after they would show Jimmy out there hobbling on his right. ankle, and then, right. then Julius right. and Randall Julius just, just sort of looking out, out of
2: the mode. side of his eyes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I was like, it's kind of messed up. <laughs> yeah, I loved was, it. They did him. Der- yeah, I yeah, loved yeah. It. it was messed up, and it was amazing. It was amazing yeah. at the
1: same time. The juxtaposition, like here goes the Heat star out there on a, on a half a leg. Battling it out to the win, and there goes Julius Randle. In street so mode.
2: let's just go around the room. Gut feel. Jimmy Butler plays game two. Yes. Stone. Yes, I say yes as well. Uh, that is your. Let's go ahead and just do a quick Baptist <laughs> Health <laughs> Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium since we've been talking about Jimmy ankle. Green. Hut. Hut.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: no. There's a man down. Luckily, he got back up and he went back onto the floor and the Knicks focused on him and he had one leg. That Injury Emporium brought to you by Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net/slash ortho. Um, it might be irresponsible what I'm about to say, but I would argue, and Bucks fans are still caught up on Kevin Love making a good defensive play that should have been called a charge in game one of the first round series. Giannis just doing his typical bull to the rim with no regard for his safety that ended up injuring Giannis' back and kept him out of two full games in that series. What Josh Hart did to injure Jimmy yesterday was significantly cheaper and dirtier than anything Kevin Love would have been suspected to have done to Giannis. What Josh Hart did yesterday in that fourth quarter He pulled an Embiid. He went for the flop and ended up slide tackling Jimmy and injuring his ankle. The injury, he didn't mean to injure Jimmy Butler on purpose. But it's what I get so damn frustrated with Joel Embiid about is just throwing his body to the floor... 12, 13, 14, 15 times a night, a guy who's arguably the strongest, most powerful player in the league, and he feels the need to embarrass himself and shame the sport by throwing himself to the floor, not only injuring opponents by doing that, injuring teammates, but also Danny Green tore his ACL because of Joel Embiid last year in the postseason. Mm-hmm. But I, nobody can tell me otherwise that Joel Embiid didn't injure himself kicking, crotch-kicking, in the uh, second-to-last game of that series against the Nets. You can't tell me he didn't get hurt on that play. You can't tell me he didn't get hurt on that play that's going to keep him out of at least game one of the series against the Celtics. Yeah, uh, Joel. What Josh Hart did, though, was what Joel Embiid does. Flops to the floor unnecessarily and ends up injuring somebody. And that's what happened with Jimmy. And I think that is much cheaper and dirtier Than anything Kevin Love is suspected to have done against Giannis in the first run.
1: And I don't know if I. I, Like, that's. I can't call what Josh Hart did. But play the damn game. I I don't want to either. It's not super dirty. Play
2: the damn game. There was no contact, and that dude's throwing himself to the floor because you know what happened? He anticipated a screen. He anticipated a screen from Bam, and he was going to throw himself to the floor, and then Bam backed off of it, and Josh Hart just threw himself to the ground and ended up
0: accidentally slide tackling Jimmy. What we can't do, though, is house a guy like. Kyle Lowry and call it championship pedigree when he does very similar things in the same exact fashion, though. Like our
1: guy. I think what Josh Hart, or at least this is my read on what Josh Hart did. He's a physical defender. He's also a defender that likes to stay up under you. And that's how he's been. He he does well on Jimmy Butler. He was going to try and give contact to the screen. I don't think he was trying to legit flop. He was anticipating contact, going to give that screen some contact so we could fight through it, and the screen didn't hit him all the way. We went off balance, and his feet were under Jimmy's. And then it just from there, it spiraled into what happened. I can't. Josh Hart, not that type of dude. He's not. He might not
2: be that type of dude, but he also is known for throwing himself to the floor. And you're right, Stone. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Lowry is mean, known for the same thing. Yeah. But this is and where Kevin Love does and, and too. Uh,
1: Kevin Love, well, flops. Kevin Love takes charges. He takes charges, but he also flops. You have to sell the kind. Con- so there's a there's a thin yeah, line but, between but taking flopping charges and
2: throwing your limbs at all places like Embiid does, like Josh Hart does. I mean, Lowry. Definitely yeah, he does flails. that. He but the flailing, it's the flailing with the flopping that gets people injured. So, again, my overall point is uh, Bucks fans can say whatever they want about Kevin Love. That was a winning defensive play that he made against Giannis and should. Uh, the officials blew the call. He definitely drew the charge. And drawing charges should not go anywhere. That is a clean, good defensive play in a league where it's impossible to defend as it is. What Josh Hart did, the flopping and the flailing, that is tougher for me to digest than anything Kevin Love would have done to Giannis. That's my point. That's my overall point.
1: Yeah, I don't think Kevin Love, Kevin Love, what Kevin Love did wasn't, wasn't no, dirty was at all. it was a good defensive play. It was a good defensive play, and then it just ends up because Giannis is throwing his body in there, like Ja like, throws his body in there. Just like
2: LeBron on Ja was a good defensive yeah. play.
1: Yeah, it, it, you can't. There's no way you can eliminate that out of the game without just making offense unstoppable. Um, what Josh Hart did again, I'd have to watch it back again because the the few times I saw it, even in slow mo, I never thought it was dirty.
0: I, it just irked me because I'm like, damn, not Jimmy. You didn't? I mean, you saw Spo. Spo. Yeah, oh, yeah, Spoh yeah. yeah. Spo dropped an f bomb. Yeah, and, and I it think was a slow. Collectively, as Heat fans, dropped the f bomb. Yeah. Yes. We we all, we all did,
2: it. did it as as a team, <laughs> but we uh, we we Stephen A. We.
1: But you know, if there was ever even even an ounce of doubt of whether or not Josh Hart did anything intentional or anything that crossed the line, Spo or Jimmy or somebody would have spoke up about it on, on the Heat side. And and Jimmy respects Josh Hart. No,
2: yeah, but that, you know, and I'm not saying they don't respect one another. And I think to insinuate that Josh Hart is dirty is incorrect. Yeah. Josh Hart is not dirty, but the play came off as dirty, and anytime you're going to flop... It was dangerous.
1: How about dangerous? It's the dangerous, play was dangerous. And
2: anytime you're going to flop and flail, the Embiid special, as we like to call it, uh, and that's why it pains me to have Jimmy openly advocate for Embiid to win the MVP, because it pains me to have an MVP who just so... Shamelessly flops and flails yeah. to the floor on a regular basis. When the way that guy's built, there's no
0: reason for it. But Josh Hart, like went ish yesterday, yeah. and that's what what drives me crazy. Speaking of the two of those guys, right, Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid, at least we're not Sixers fans in a spot like this because that is suspected to be a huge yeah, problem. It went
2: them. from uh, they're they're monitoring it to uh, uh, game one and game two might be. Whew. And then
0: what happens the rest of that series? If you don't have Joel Embiid, they ain't beating the Celtics. And anytime you hear or see those three letters, things get really serious, right? We're talking grade two and right, sports. right. Anytime
2: you're talking to knee and there's there's the CL blank CL, right. yeah, uh, it's a problem. That's going to be a problem, especially a guy with the injury history sure. of Joel Embiid.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, you, it's it's a stressful problem right now. It's a problem, legit, right now for the like we don't know what's going to happen in that series because of. And legit that
0: play. Yeah. I, I didn't know how seriously to take the knee until I woke up this morning and checked the odds of the yeah. game tonight. Yeah. It gets worse every day. And the, the Boston Celtics gets worse. are favored by 11 points tonight.
1: It's not, it's not a good look for the Sixers. And that's the one guy that the Sixers can't afford to miss. Like, you lose hard, you lose Maxi, you lose any of the Like, uh, what's it, Tobias Harris who we always forget is on the court? You might be fine. Joel Embiid's not there. You're going to get swept.
2: How much carryover, because game one's in Boston, right? Yes. How much carryover is going to be in that building funeral feel after what the Panthers did to the Bruins last night in that very same building? Celtics fans coming in, but it's going to feel... Feel like uh, an entire arena-wide burial shroud got draped over the best team in NHL history because the Panthers took that ass. How much crossover are we gonna have tonight? It's
0: it's it's at least to be spoken about, right? Ooh, it's like yeah. your, your your brother died the night before. Like it's a Ooh, theory. Boy, and it's, that took a dark turn. A, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I thought about
2: that. That was a little They're dark. Brothers.
1: They're sports brothers, though. But okay. they are legitimate brothers. brothers.
0: Like your brother died last night. Like and you have to go sit there in that garden do the same thing. It, it, it is. Uh, and I was saying last night, and I'm not a Boston supporter of any bit, but I do like the Bruins a lot. They had a good <laughs> chance. That city had a good chance of bringing home a title, right? You had the Bruins going not into anymore. the Stanley Cup playoffs. They were 3-1 to one to hoist the damn thing. If they would have gotten anymore. past last night, they're plus 150 to hoist the Stanley Cup. And then you have the Celtics who are to be taken really seriously. And, and things are looking uh, grim. Grim grim for the city uh, right now. So
2: good. It is so it makes me so happy. <laughs> makes me so. Yeah, uh, could you real quick and this is going to be an off the cuff request here and I apologize for that. Could you find Dylan Brooks calling uh, calling LeBron old? Is that possible? Um, because I don't understand what the youth yeah. in the Western Conference are hoping to accomplish damn, damn, damn. by 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 calling either A Great players old or B calling um, great teams old, yeah. because in the NBA playoffs now, those who are shouting old from the rooftops in order to try and for some in some way, shape or form, get a competitive advantage in their playoff series they're um they're 0 for two. Uh, Dylan Brooks, if you recall, a week ago after a victory. That brought the series to two games to one. Two games to one in favor of the L.A. Lakers. This was Dylan Brooks in front of his locker. Memphis Grizzlies. Um, what would you call him? Aggressor? Agitator? Uh, villain. He's a villain. Villain. Villain, the villain. Dylan Brooks on LeBron James. Here was Dylan Brooks on LeBron James.
0: You and LeBron have that exchange. There are people out there that say maybe maybe you shouldn't do that with one of the better players in the game. Well, I guess what what were you thinking? I don't care. <laughs> don't care. He's old. I
2: don't care. He's
0: old, said Dylan Brooks.
2: Miss. I don't care. He's old. He said he liked to poke the bear, and he doesn't respect anybody until someone drops 40 on him. I don't care, says Dylan Brooks. LeBron's old. Well, then what happened in the game after? Uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis combined for 56. And then what happened in the game after that? Uh, LeBron, 20 points, 20 rebounds. And then what happened in the closeout game after the Grizzlies stole one more contest? <laughs> the Grizzlies lost by 4-D. 4-D. Crazy that it came full circle back to that number. That's an epic fail from Dylan Brooks. And I, have, I will never, ever, I think in my life, see another player going into free agency that is going to be touched less than Dylan Brooks in this Man. upcoming free agency. Because you're a laughing stock if you sign him. I I just can't
1: imagine what, like, I, I guess the Grizzlies got to be happy. They're like, wow, we don't have to pay this yeah, guy we can, uh, like, Yeah, we
2: like, can just dump him more. He's become more affordable. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's, he's either way, way more, more affordable, affordable or yeah. we can just dump him and the fans will understand. Uh,
2: Dylan like, Brooks, in his attempt to be a badass, ended up making himself look like an unadulterated fool.
1: He lost a lot of money. I, I, lost I a thought lot he was smart for a while because he was in the headlines for yeah. so long, but now I feel like he's definitely, like, Degraded himself. To play.
0: If there's one person who's really happy about it, it's Russell Westbrook, right? He had that title as being the worst free agent in NBA history. Shh. And here comes Dylan Brooks.
2: But then after the Game Six win, electrifying Game Six win, dominant Game Six win, the Kings had over the Warriors over the weekend to force a Game Seven in Sacramento, light the beam, Malik Monk. Why? Why? Going at a team with Steph Curry. Going at a team with Draymond, with Clay, championship core, championship caliber. Malik Monk did this.
1: Well, uh, starting starting strong, uh, starting early and running on them because um, we know we had one day. Um,
0: last couple games we had two day break, so uh, we knew we could run them a little bit and we took advantage of that tonight. Anthony.
1: Oh. Yeah, I was going to kind of ask you specifically about that because it'll be even quicker turnaround for seven. Did you feel it yourself today that it was only one day, and and did you feel it on them that it Uh, was only one day? I I felt a little bit more on them. Um, They was a little tired. Um, We we were a little younger than they are, uh, so we knew we could take advantage of that. Uh, So we're going to try to do the
0: same thing Sunday.
2: They were a little tired. We're a little younger than they are. There's only one way to translate that. He's calling them old, mm. and what did the old guys do? They went to Sacramento and beat the hell out of the Kings in the fourth quarter. Mm, mm, mm. Just embarrassed him in front of their home fans. Young guys, what are you doing? What are you doing in this NBA? It's Don't, a bad look,
1: I, and it's stupid. i got to imagine that they're being coached up to not say these things. Right, too. but they're cocky. But they're they're, they're filling themselves. And
0: That's what makes them good. That's what got them here. What I would is say, arrogance. No,
1: no, no, no. You're right. The air, the, the self belief is good. It's uh, the filter on the mouth. Is the, the awareness. Self belief is that. there, but the self awareness is not.
2: Malik Monk's was dumb because he saw what happened yeah, with Dylan just, Brooks. But it. what I would say is Malik Monk saying that stuff. I can stomach that a lot better than Dylan freaking Brooks.
1: Yeah, because at least Monk's backing it Malik up. Malik Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Dylan Brooks did absolutely nothing. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN
1: 106.3. From the Anajar and Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you
2: are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. The artistic Panther stylings of JMP. Can we hear him one more time? Wow. Uh, the Marlins, a productive series against the Cubs this weekend. Fisher playing some ball. Stone, why
0: don't you tell us about it? Yeah, not only can you knock it out of the park, the Marlins have already been doing that this season. Lone Devo Park offers you the ultimate experience with plenty of ticket options. You can get single game tickets or invest in a Marlins membership that gets you even more. Lock in priority seating, save on food and merchandise access to exclusive member events as well. Come out to support your favorite team this season as they celebrate 30 years of Marlins baseball. There will be promotions, giveaways, all of that stuff all season long, not to mention the players like Jazz Chisholm and Ken Levicka's favorite pitcher in the major leagues, Sandy Alcantara, and a bunch more stars on top of those two guys. Get your tickets today and join us at Lone Depot Park. Visit MLB.com slash Marlin slash tickets.
2: Theo Dorsey is the epitome of a team player. Every week, and this is a man who is on television. He's the face of sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, but you know what? He accepts any task, and he is willing to do what needs to be done. We say go to Twitter and dig. Dig, dig, dig. We want you to find something good, but also we want you to dig into the deep, dark recesses of that miserable, awful bird app. And Theo, with a smile, says, you got it. Time now for Theo Dorsey's Twitter Trash, Twitter Treasure. The Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County is here to help you recycle right. Get recycling tips and so
1: much more at swa.org slash recycle right. You know the old saying,
0: one man's trash is another man's treasure.
1: Every now and then, you know, they they say a a, a blind squirrel gets a nut. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Yeah, I mean, hey. Hey. Full body sometimes. Huh? Um, Uh huh right. Every now and then. While the orchestra's playing. While the orchestra's playing. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, even those who always get it wrong sometimes get it right. And today I'm just so proud. You know, you gotta you gotta give a good pat on the back when um, the national media finally locks in and figures out something good is cooking up here in South Florida. So the Twitter treasure coming from the at Sports Center Twitter account. Tweet reads as follows. South Florida sports is having a moment. The 8-seed Panthers, Florida Panthers that is, upset NHL's top team. The 8-seed Miami Heat upset the NBA's top team. The 9-seed Florida Atlantic men's basketball team, first ever Final Four appearance. The 5-seed Miami men's basketball team, first ever Final Four appearance. And don't forget the ladies of those Hurricanes, the 9-seed Miami women, first ever Elite Eight South Florida sports having a moment, and it's good for once. I know ESPN's been having the Knicks parade. I know ESPN has probably been boasting about the Bruins and how dominant their season is. It's been historic. And now it's over. And now it's over. And I'm glad that ESPN now is is giving a spotlight to what's going on down here in South Florida. By the way,
2: don't forget, Nova Southeastern, D2 national champions in basketball. Come on. We just run everything. Capital of sports, South Florida.
1: Uh, Who's the highest-paid player in the NFL. Now.
2: Uh, that's Lamar Jackson. Where is he? Wait, what high school? Uh, I went to high school to? Boynton Beach from Pompano.
1: Boynton Beach, Pompano. That sounds like that might be South Florida as well. We run everything. South Florida sports on top. So that's the Twitter treasure. Uh, you know, yin and yang. You yeah. got the good. It comes with the bad. And um, There's a
2: lot more bad on Twitter. A lot,
1: a lot more bad on Twitter this the Twitter trash this time around. It it's uh it, it does involve the worldwide leader. Big shout. Mm. Um, but the tweet at least isn't from them. So awful. Announcing is the one that tweeted this out, and it was of ESPN's coverage. Actually, NBA on ABC, right? NBA on ABC. ABC. Yeah. NBA on ABC's coverage of the Miami Heat New York Knicks game that saw the Heat win that one. Of course, one hundred eight one hundred one. Heat up one zero. And during that coverage of the game, as Awful Announcing post on their tweet, it's a video of ESPN or, or ABC, whoever you know within Disney incorporated this, using footage of the Statue of Liberty mm-hmm. showing the New York skyline. You know, and, New York shot. We're in New you know, York.
2: Game one, Madison Square Garden. We're in New York. Here's the B-roll. Of course, they're creating the
1: ambiance. Huh. But something kind of stood out in there, and it's these two twin towers in this picture. So what people started to realize oh, is God. not only did they use super old file footage of the Statue of Liberty, which shows the Twin Towers in it, which means it had to be from before uh, 2001, as but we it, all know. It
2: showed the Twin Towers. It also showed the Twin
1: Towers. Holy so, Jesus. So whoever in that production room, and, and I get it, It's 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 2023. So likely the video editors or the interns or whoever's back there who cut this file footage, who probably just searched in the keyword Statue of Liberty and pulled it and used it, might not have even recognized that that was the Twin Towers, right? Like, it's not like we have these wily old vets probably doing this. They're probably getting some $8 an hour kid
2: cutting this or, stuff, so I don't want to criticize or them. Or they, they don't fully understand the significance of having that in the shot, how too. it might make people feel.
1: That too. And, and that's the other side of it is you don't I'm, – I'm not making light of it because obviously right. this is you – know, like To most traumatic us it seems American unconscionable. History. Yeah.
2: But to a twenty, early 20-something, 20 it might not have the same sort of <gasps> – Take your breath away effect.
1: It definitely, and you could judge this by just the TikToks and the tweets and whatnot. I mean, it doesn't. It's not going to have the same take your breath away effect by a young person, but also to be honest with you, Ken. I mean, a lot of and Stone, you might attest it. A lot of young people. I'm sure if I showed my younger brother, who's 21 years old, a picture that same video, he would never it wouldn't register him that, the, that that's the Twin Towers.
2: Yeah, like, I, I never thought about it that way. I don't
1: think it would register. It would just it, it's two tall buildings right there in the background huh. of the Statue of Liberty. I huh. think that the younger generation, it doesn't connect with them. I mean, to be honest with you, Ken, as a kid, before that event, I didn't know what the Twin Towers were either. So if that event never was a big pivotal point in your life, it happened to me when I was in second grade that, that all went out. It's not going to
2: register. ESPN has apologized for but yeah. you don't think this is just a – uh, an oversight, lazy, like insert into production and, and send it on its way without looking at it. You think that this was done by a young person that just did not know any better. It yeah, was yeah. an innocent mistake.
1: It's an innocent mistake because you can. It's not one of those. It's not like it happened. It's not like it aired in a a prepackaged you know, story that probably had ten different eyes on it and whatnot. This is something that's like, hey, we need some footage of New York skyline. We need some things to prop in there. We as we b-roll and, and get in and out of breaks and whatnot. So it was it was a casual mistake by somebody that might not have even known they were making the mistake. So okay. but it still registers as Twitter trash because you gotta be better.
2: You gotta be better. Right.
1: You gotta be better. Bottom line this. gotta be better. Uh bottom line you gotta be better. And when you're thinking about better, let's let's talk about making the earth a better place for the people that's going to be inhabiting it afterwards our kids the next generation and that's what the south uh, the uh, solid waste authority of palm beach county wants you to continue to do as you recycle right but it's not just that we've seen these storms sweeping through lately i mean hurricane prep i mean you need to start getting ready now it may seem early but the solid waste authority of palm beach county wants you to have a year round trimming plan for your yard by keeping your yard free from debris We will be able to return to normal faster after a storm. After Hurricane Irma, Palm Beach County had almost 3 million cubic yards of debris. That's a lot to clean up. And it took nearly three months to collect and dispose of all of that. Having your trees trimmed mean that we'll have less debris to pick up if a storm does hit. And as you've seen by these past two tornadoes, storms are a-hitting.
2: Oh, that North Palm stuff. That footage, picking up cars, that's insane.
1: Devastating stuff. Trim those trees and learn more at swa.org slash hurricane.
2: They're getting a bit lippy north of the border. One of the most patently ridiculous things you will ever hear came out of Canada this morning, and we'll listen to it next. He's Theodore WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
1: From the NHR and the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on
2: ESPN 106.3. You would think, you would think that after seeing the Heat beat the Bucks, best team in the regular season, five games, the Heat beating the Bucks, after seeing the Panthers take down the greatest team in NHL history in seven games in the first round, that. South Florida, the capital of sports, the new capital of sports, we do nothing but win. You'd think that respect would come pouring in, right, Stone? You'd think respect would just come come cascading in after seeing what our teams have done to opponents over and over and over again. I mean, now would be the time, right? I mean, Theo, you would think that there would be a wow. Wow, man. Those South Florida teams, I mean, nothing but... Nothing but respect for the capital of sports, right? You got to expect that. Well, well, well. In advance of the Panthers and Maple Leafs, second round NHL playoffs, BT up in Canada, they have a morning show called Breakfast TV. Real original name. One of their hosts, Tammy Sutherland, had a point about the Panthers-Maple Leafs series because the Panthers have made the decision to only sell tickets to fans who live in the United States. There will be no tickets sold to those north of the border, to the Canadians who so desperately want to come here to South Florida to see their beloved Maple Leafs in a second-round series for the first time in nearly two decades, uh, take on the Panthers. Smart business decision by the Panthers. Well done to all involved You want Panthers fans in the building supporting that team, okay? But here's here's Tammy Sutherland, BT Breakfast TV, this morning in Canada. Because it's not the best look, but Tammy, is this the best way to go about it? No, and so would this be the team's request to Ticketmaster, yes. for example, to yes. do this? I think it's a bad move on Ticketmaster's oh, do we part yeah? too, because you know that Leaf fans and combined with Florida fans will be selling that place out. Okay, now I know that Florida, yes, of course, they obviously have a hockey fan base. But it's not as deep as the Leafs. Don't um, Doesn't Ticketmaster want all of those uh, the, the sales commission that they're making off of it? Don't you want it to sell out mm-hmm. right away? There's no guarantee if you limit it to Americans that it's going to sell out. I think. What? There's no guarantee if you just limit it to Americans and she's talking about South Floridians, yeah, yeah. you're going to sell out the playoffs. Ma'am, with all due respect... I mean, that's just asinine. It's serious. Ms. Sutherland, that is just asinine. South Florida is the capital of sports. The fans are ravenous. Maple Leafs fans aren't any better than Panthers fans. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not. Yeah. This is a smart business decision. The Maple Leafs, the Maple Leafs fans. Sorry that I'm not impressed with a fan base that has watched a team miss out on the second round of the playoffs for 19 straight seasons. Sorry, not impressed. And you know, don't want to know why the Panthers? Want to know why the Panthers have made the decision to not sell tickets north of the border? Because so many of you have already wandered your way down here, have so much Toronto, Ontario pride, yet all I see when I'm trying to drive home every evening are Ontario license plates going 60 in a 65 Mm. on I-95 as I try to get home a proud South Floridian yet all the Ontarians have come down here and now they're going to try and hijack this series because their team finally did something for the first time in damn near 20 years mid-Sutherland may I say to you I am offended how dare you even if there was not a single solitary Maple Leafs fan that was going to be in the building for games 3 and 4 of this Second round series, Panthers fans would jam that place and help the Panthers hand the maple leafs the L's they're so deservedly going to get in this playoff series. Yeah, JMP ah. me. JMP me. Ah. That's actually pretty good, too, Pilot. Theo. Oh, wow. Again. Wow. <laughs> Canadian television—the disrespect is striking. I can't believe this. It is me, longtime hockey analyst Ken Lavicka. I cannot believe what I hear from Breakfast TV in hey, Canada. Panthers in four, baby. Did you say Panthers in four? I said Panthers in four. Panthers in four. Take that to the six. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Panthers in four. Bye bye.